welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Hope you had a good week. Mine was an interesting week, trying to think about which direction to go, and then at the end of the week I found myself being upset and not really understanding why and what was bothering me, but it didn't make others around me feel very good, and some of it was work, some of it was my son being deployed, and some of it was just trying to figure out what it is that is going on in the world. Um, you listen to all kinds of people. I'm a Christian, as I've well told you, and you know most people would expect as a Christian that I would be for Israel. But I was reminded again not to just think of things the way I've been taught and the way I see them, but to realize you have to ask yourself a question was I just not taught that way? Is there something I don't know? Is there a side I haven't considered? Is there a different angle to look at it? And what my attention was drawn to was the fourth chapter of the book of James. And depending on the translation you read, it's talking about wars and quarrels and disagreements. And where do you think all these appalling wars and quarrels come from? Do you think they just happen? Think again. They come about because you want your own way and fight for it deep inside yourselves. You lust for what you don't have and are willing to kill to get it. You want what isn't yours and will risk violence to get your hands on it. You wouldn't think of just asking God for it, would you? And why not? Because you know you'd be asking for what you have no right to. You're spoiled children, each wanting your own way. You're cheating on God if all you want is your own way. Flirting with the world every chance you get, you end up enemies of God and His way. And do you suppose God doesn't care? The Proverbs has said that He's fiercely jealous lover, and what He gives in love is far better than anything else you'll find. It's common knowledge that God goes against the willful proud. God gives peace to the willing humble. So let God work His will in you. Now you're wondering... Why would you think of that with everything going on in the world? Well, I thought about it because where do most quarrels come from? Most of it comes from, from inside ourselves, whether it be individually. When you look at everything that goes in the country, when you see society fall apart and people believe that they've been downtrodden, oppressed, or whatever the popular word is at the time, and they go and they riot or they demonstrate, depending on which side you're on to which word you use. But in doing that, they go and break windows and break into stores and take things that aren't theirs. And why? Because they feel they deserve it. They feel that it should belong to them, that they've been kept from it. Well, then take that out to a nation. And a nation feels like it needs resources for its people, for its projects, for its manufacturing and they don't have all the resources they need, so what do they do? They go and find somewhere, and they make deals, and when they can't make deals, they just take it through wars. This has been going on for centuries. You know, the Greeks used to do it, and they just swallowed up every um, culture they found, and then the Romans came along, and they took the things in Greek culture and expanded on that, and they kept spending and spending until they drove their empire into bankruptcy. But why? because they were willing to do anything to get what they wanted, and they wanted power, and they wanted influence. And I don't think we're much different today, whether it be individuals or it be countries. We want our way, and 
we don't think about what's really best for us or for everyone else. And we don't really like sharing, I sometimes think, including myself. And I want you to understand something. If you think I'm preaching at you, just remember one thing. I am just talking to you. I don't mean it to be a sermon. But even if it was, as an old guy used to say, when a preacher's talking to you and pointing things out to you, there's one finger pointing at you and three pointing back at them. How do you think they know what they're talking about? Because they've felt it. They've experienced it. And I can guarantee you I've felt it and experienced it. And just today, as I was watching my granddaughter and some of the interactions we were having and watching some of my thoughts go through my head, we're all that way. But we weren't meant to be that way. You know, in my Bible, it describes the body of Christ. And I know everybody's not a Christian. I'm not calling you to be one. Though I do believe that's the way to heaven, I still will leave that choice up to you. You can choose which path you want to follow. But he talks about being a body. And you know, our own bodies, we understand them. We have hands and we have feet and legs and a head. We have circulatory system and a nervous system and a respiratory system. And all of those systems have to work together or it doesn't work. But we get ahead of the game. And I guess that's really the point as I go through this is first, it we want what we want and we usually want it when we want it. And we don't care how we get it. We're willing to start a quarrel or a fight and we don't get it and we don't ask God. And that's what struck me in that passage of James. Why don't we just ask God? Because we're asking for something that we shouldn't have and we do it anyway. And it threw me back to the story of Abraham and Sarah. And Sarah decided, well, I'm too old. Abraham's too old. Nothing's happening. He's not fulfilling his promise. He's taking too long. So here, take Hagar. Go sleep with Hagar. Have a child through her, and God will fulfill that way. Well, that's not how God intended to fulfill it. And then all kinds of problems started, and we've been dealing with those problems ever since. And so I had to reach back and think. I automatically always went for Israel because they're God's chosen people. But some things came to me this week that I think you need to understand as you evaluate what's going on in the world. And I'm trying to evaluate it from my, yes, philosophical, spiritual position. And that is as a Christian. So I look at that, and I can say, yes, God's people were given land. I know that from the Old Testament. And they were given land where the um, Near East, or Middle East as they call it, is today, where all those Arab countries are and everything. But think about it. We're kind of in this position because we decided how God was going to keep his promise to the Jewish people. Now, I'm not talking about the nation-state of Israel. Now, they have a right to exist. I'm not going to argue that. But what I want you to see is, for many years, you can't equate the church replacing the Jews, and many Christians wanted to do that, but you can't equate the nation of Israel with the remnant of Jewish people that God says he'll keep his word to. They're not the same thing. And so, in 1948, when the Jewish people were made a state, many of you don't know, but there was a two-state solution planned at that time. But they didn't want it, the Palestinians. And I'm not sure where the Israelis did or not. Haven't been able to study enough to know that yet. But I don't blame them for not wanting it because, you see, what was happening was the Ottoman Turks had owned that land, and then they went through the wars, and the Ottoman Turks declined, and British had rule over that, and British decided... 
and mainly being a Christian nation, that the Jewish people needed their homeland. God was going to give them a homeland. And they decided to divide it up, and they made the state of Israel. Well, let's think about that for a moment. Now, I'm not th saying that all Jews need to be done away with. I am certainly not on the side of Hamas and, and in no way condone what they did. But I'm trying to evaluate why are we in the mess we're in. Well, partly we're in the mess we're in because we don't ask God. And we ask for things that we don't need or deserve or not really ours. And we're willing to take it no matter the cost, even through war. And that's where we've gotten because they just made a new homeland and said, you people have to leave, put them in refugee camps. And I understand from reading and studying that the Ottoman Turks were still landlords over some of that land. And I understand just like in South Africa, some of it wasn't being improved and we can go look at the rules of homesteading and all that. But that's not what I want you to think about. It just really hit me that that's where most of man's problem comes from is trying to get in and do the God's job without thinking about what God wants. Is that not what Sarah did? Is that not what Britain did in the United Nations when they made in 1948 the nation of Israel? Now, this is not an argument about who needs the homeland and who should live there. What I want to present to you today is why don't we look to see what God has to say? Now, I know why, because we're not all Christian. We don't all believe in the same God. But going forward in your life, I'd like you to start thinking about the fact when you're having a quarrel or you're having a discussion, ask yourself some questions. Do I really deserve this? Does the other person not deserve it? Is it something I really should be asking for, desiring, or wanting? And is it really worth killing someone or running over someone to get what I'm trying to get. You know, I don't think for you that are Christians and might hear this, that God would have us to be that way and do it that way. I don't see that in the scriptures at all from all the one another passages of helping one another. And from the first church where apparently there were rich people, and it doesn't say you have to give all of it, but people would go out and sell and give to the churches they need. Now, that doesn't mean if you got 20,000 acres, you got to go all sell all 20,000 acres and give it. Doesn't mean if you got a garage full of cars, you got to go sell all but one and give it all to the church or to God's work. But it is to have a willing spirit to share with one another, taking care of one another as best you can in your world, starting with your little community, your family, your street, your block, out to the city, to the surrounding cities to the countryside, to the state, to the nation, to the world. And maybe then we wouldn't have all those quarrels. But you know, we all want to be in charge. At times, I want to be in charge. Not really, but somewhere in me says I want to be in charge and I want to be the boss and I want it my way. And that's not the way it is to be because what we've learned is when we want it our way and we believe the Burger King commercial, have it your way, things turn out very wrong, and many people get killed. So as you go through this next week and you're faced with challenges, little to big, whether you're a single person, and I probably don't think any government officials are listening, but if they were, what do you need to do that will serve mankind the best? That's what we need to ask. We don't need to be letting these quarrels come and be because we're fighting in our side ourselves. 
and we want what we don't have, and we're willing to kill for it. We don't need to do that. Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.